Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. For those of you new to the show, we're studying the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, loosely following the study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And today we're going to be in Alma chapter 61. Today we're going to finish our discussion of the letters between Moroni and Pahoran, with our focus on Pahoran's response this time. If you didn't listen to part one of this episode, you definitely need to hit pause and go back to that first. Don't worry, we'll wait for you. Okay, so to recap the last episode, we discussed how Moroni, in a moment of frustration and anger after having one of his strongholds sacked by the Lamanites, lashes out in a letter to Pahoran the chief judge of the Nephites, blaming him for the losses being incurred at the hands of the Lamanites. We talked about the difference between giving trust or assuming suspicion when someone doesn't meet our expectations, and compared how Helaman recognized there might be a good reason why he hadn't received support, while Moroni assumed he knew what was going on in Pahoran's mind and accused him of being negligent in his duties and not caring about the Nephite people. So now, let's read Pahoran's response to this scathing letter that Moroni sent him. Quote, I, Pahoran, who am the chief governor of this land, do send these words unto Moroni, the chief captain over the army. Behold, I say unto you, Moroni, that I do not joy in your great afflictions. Yea, it grieves my soul. But behold, there are those who do joy in your afflictions. Yea, insomuch that they have risen up in rebellion against me. And those who have risen up are exceedingly numerous. And it is those who have sought to take away the judgment seat from me that have been the cause of this great iniquity. For they have used great flattery, and they have led away the hearts of many people, which will be the cause of sore affliction among us. They have withheld our provisions, and have daunted our freemen that they have not come unto you. And behold, they have driven me out before them, and I have fled to the land of Gideon, with as many men as it were possible that I could get." And behold, I have sent a proclamation throughout this part of the land, and behold, they are flocking to us daily, to their arms, in the defense of their country and their freedom, and to avenge our wrongs. End quote. Can you imagine the sick feeling that Moroni must be feeling in his stomach as he's reading this letter? He had just accused Pahoran of being a traitor, not caring about the Nephites, and being disobedient to God. And it turns out that the capital is under attack. Pahoran has been driven into exile and is doing all he can to just build up a force strong enough to take back Zarahemla. In other words, Moroni was wrong, completely wrong. This is why our discussion in the last episode is so important. If you and I think we know the intent behind someone's actions or words, we are often going to be wrong, just like Moroni was. And if we choose to act on that false premise and treat that person differently— or spread our false notion of their intent with others, we're going to damage our relationship with that person. What if Moroni would have spread his false image of Pahoran to his troops and the Nephites in the various cities he was protecting? What if he would have told everyone that it was Pahoran's fault that their loved ones were killed? This could have undermined the entire democracy and perhaps given the kingmen what they needed to overthrow Pahoran. You and I need to be very careful with talking about others behind their back to make sure that we're not sharing what we think their intention was or why we think they did or said something we didn't like or expect. This is probably why one of the Ten Commandments is, quote, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. When we unfairly attach intent to someone's actions and judge them for something that we can't possibly know, 
that's bearing false witness against them, and it hurts. It damages relationships. Imagine what Pahoran must have been feeling when he read Moroni's words against him. Here were two men who I assume were friends, or had at least interacted at the political level enough that Pahoran felt comfortable trusting the military to Moroni. And then to be wrongly accused by Moroni of not caring about his people? It must have really hurt him. So now let's put ourselves in Pohorin's shoes. Believe it or not, you and I often do not meet the expectations of those we interact with. We do and say things that others don't want us to do or thought we should have done. And just like Moroni, often those people assume they know our intentions and cast judgment on us. Maybe they tell us, or maybe they just think it to themselves, or even worse, talk to others behind our back about it. What can we do in this situation? Pahoran gives a great example of how to react when someone incorrectly suspects us of bad intentions. Quote, And now, in your epistle you have censored me, but it mattereth not. I am not angry, but do rejoice in the greatness of your heart. And now, Moroni, I do joy in receiving your epistle, for I was somewhat worried concerning what we should do, whether it should be just to go against our brethren. But ye have said, except they repent, the Lord hath commanded you that ye should go against them. And now I close mine epistle to mine beloved brother, Moroni. End quote. Ironically, Pahoran is now in the same situation that Moroni was in. I imagine Pahoran had the expectation that Moroni would always treat him with respect and know that he had committed his life to serving his people. So after reading Moroni's letter to him, he could have written Moroni off as a jerk, someone who casts blame on others instead of accepting responsibility. He could have assumed that Moroni's power in the military had gone to his head and corrupted him, made him arrogant, reckless, unable to calmly assess a situation. But instead, Pahoran chose to fill his expectation gap with trust. He recognizes in his response that he knows that Moroni is a good man, someone who has dedicated his life to protecting the freedom of the Nephites, and he expresses gratitude to Moroni for the sacrifices he's making. While it's not in the letter itself, you can almost imagine Pahoran wondering whether something really bad may have just happened to Moroni that triggered his response. Moroni didn't tell Pahoran about the loss of the city of Nephiha, but Pahoran may have sensed that something like this happened. And so he forgives Moroni for his outburst without even needing to know the details. He responded back to Moroni with appreciation for Moroni's service and dedication to the cause. He chose to still love Moroni and did what he could to help Moroni's troops. This kind of response by Pahoran is incredibly hard for us to replicate in our lives. When someone unfairly accuses us or judges us for something we have done, it can be very difficult to move on from that. Even if we're strong enough to forgive them, the impact on our friendship or family relationship may be long-lasting. But as you and I struggle to follow the example of Jesus Christ, let's remember his response when his intentions to bring the people closer to God were misjudged by the Pharisees, and he received the ultimate unfair treatment, being nailed to the cross and crucified. Quote, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. End quote. All of our lives are extremely complicated, and the pressures we face often negatively impact our actions and responses to those around us. Like Christ, let's work hard not to immediately suspect someone of the worst. Let's not spread our false assumptions to others. And if it so happens that we are the recipient of unfair treatment, let's forgive our accusers and continue to love them for who they are and the good they are doing in the world. 
Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.